By pressing play, you've been transported to Escape Velocity, where the random and ridiculous thoughts expressed here do not reflect the views of the store or the employees. There will be no apologies for the things said today by your hosts and their guests. With that being said, enjoy the experience. What it is, y'all? What's up? It's another Friday, so you know what that means. What that mean? It means it's another episode of Yo, Yo Where the Captions at? at? Where they at? Where they at? Oh my god, I, I don't know. Gonna do, that. do you? Where they at? 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 Yes, 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 y'all. We're back again. And I'm glad everybody has tuned in for the first time, last time, or for any other time. I can't wait for that day that you're not here, so I don't have to hear this. You know where caption Hey, guess what? When I'm not here, you're not here either, because the show will not go on without me. Those are facts. And guess what, guys? So me and Daniel were in the show. That's going to be called something else. It's going to be Black and Brown Pound Town. <laughs> and as always, I'm yours truly, Kills for Show, aka Crazy K, and the K stands for the Cunning, aka Slay 'em like Salem. And it's your boy Roscoe, aka the one blind man that uh, has physical seeing powers that can't see anything, but not life. Word. Okay, and also with us, man, um, the computer, the laptop, our engineer, our, our Billy. If oh. I haven't already used that reference for Power Ranger or our gadget, if we're talking about Rescue Rangers. Our Donatello. I've used that one before, definitely. Oh, That's the it? first uh, Goku. Uh, Not Goku, but Go-To. Our Krillin? Oh, Krillin? Oh, oh, come on. Krillin was the strongest uh, of human, though. Of it, humans. Exactly. Hey, you better yeah, be the strongest of What's wrong you with you? That's like being the, the fastest snail. And I know hey, they made hey, a stupid ass movie. Turbo, about Ryan it. Reynolds. I don't give a shit about Turbo. Oh, shit. Escargo tastes good. Guys, not only did he have a movie, he had a short and a few episodes of not, a TV series. Yeah, on Netflix. So, you have a Netflix on radar, series. okay? Word. You want to be our daddy? I'll be your daddy. No, data. 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 Don't make me get See? Dota. again. Dota. <laughs> I, yelled at, I yelled at a woman in a bar last week about data versus data. Oh, you were it's, there. It's data. Yeah, it's data. It's data. It's what are you fucking saying? And your name is what? Daniel. Hey, guys. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I'm in hell. <laughs> Ooh, and it Ooh. is hot in here, too. And only hell was served paps at room temperature. So I guess that's what's going on right now, baby. And it's fitting you talk about hell because we're going to get into something later on when we're getting geeking out and to talk about that is a very good friend of mine one miss andy panda girl yes andrea how you say your last name barrera barrera rojas what's up oh shit your last name's rojas yeah what the fuck but but but, i know but i'm saying like daniel you're my favorite brownie here and brownie, that's not racial. That just means you're thick, gooey, and you fit well into an oven. So, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Damn, you going to eat them handsome, girl? No. Yeah, you know. You still want my Jewish heritage right in there. No, I didn't have nothing to do with the minutia of that situation, no. baby. <laughs> <laughs> this could be my long-lost cousin. We don't even know this shit. I know. There's a lot of y'all. There's a lot. There is. Like, there's like whole soccer teams <laughs> in Mexico and shit, man. We were, we were grown here, not imported. That's right. That's true. Yeah, you got platinum seeds somewhere. Like Bellies. I know. <laughs> Somebody had to be the gardeners before the gardeners got here, baby. <laughs> we picked everything from cotton to the women to the. <laughs> hey, guys, thanks for tuning in. You already knew what you signed up for. If you didn't, yo, I can't say anything, but keep listening. You're only going to get worse. <laughs> 
But so, yes, all right. Woo! So, how was everybody's um, weekends? Anybody mm. want to start? Uh, well, my birthday in two weeks. That has nothing to do with the weekend that passed. Hey, baby. <laughs> all right, fine. <laughs> Go ahead, continue. What else do you have to say about a week that has not happened yet? Uh, I'm saying there's not a. What about you, Andy? <laughs> You know, oh, it was a good... Birds of Prey come out. Oh, <laughs> Harley Quinn. Yeah. Yes, maybe you could watch that movie and figure out how to talk to a woman. You said you're about to speak and then let her finish. That's very rude. Because well. if the Joker didn't do that to Harley Quinn, <laughs> maybe she wouldn't have to be emancipated from him. There's a reason why yeah. she throws, you know, what What does she throw? A knife? Knives. Knives. Well, whatever she can. Grenades. Exactly. Yes. Hyena teeth. Monkey yes. shit. <laughs> I don't think she's ever throwing monkey shit, guys. Oh, oh shit. shit. You ain't you know watched the cartoon. What? You don't. Actually, I think she might have actually she's do some shit in the last episode. She's throwing shit at somebody. I what know. about you, Daniel? How was your weekend? I was pretty good. Um, shit, I don't know what I did this weekend. That was a good weekend. Word. Okay. <laughs> that just let me know. Nothing. Oh, that's right. I covered your shift. Yes. Thank you for that because uh, one of our best friends, David, his little son, oh, Liam, yeah, little had Liam his first here. birthday. So me and Ross went over there. Same good for a bit. And then yes. I yelled at that woman at the bar about data versus data. All right. So I guess um, that was everybody's weekend. So now let's talk about what's popping. What did it be popping? Word. So we're going to start off um, this with some turnbuckle talk. Over the weekend, there was the Royal Rumble. If you're not familiar with WWE and this pay-per-view, it starts the road to WrestleMania. There's um, 30 men in the ring. You could be el- you're eliminated by getting tossed over the top rope with both feet hitting Touching the ground, the and um, whoever wins gets to choose which champion from NXT, um, Raw, or SmackDown to fight in the main event. Oh, that is true because it is yeah NXT technically, and it was one of the <coughs> better Royal Rumbles of the last couple of years. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Minus the lags, because mad motherfuckers was trying to watch it all at once. That's the only issue about WWE. And they actually changed new servers and whatnot, so they supposed to have that fixed, and yet still fucked it up. But I will say, this year's Man Rumble, as well as the Women's Rumble, quite intriguing. I see, I see these records not being broken anytime soon. Exactly. Are you familiar with the Royal Rumble, Andy? I do not watch WWE at all. I actually felt ostracized in middle school for not watching it because as soon as I boarded that school bus, everybody started talking about it, and I just sat there like, oh. Well, were you like more familiar with the luchador style of wrestling? You know, I did watch if Lucha Libre. Yes, oh, watching Lucha Libre? Up. Yeah, Triple or growing up, yep. Okay, that's what's up. You watching Triple A? I just got into Triple A. Yeah, that's what's up. But yeah, no, but that's one of the things about wrestling. You take it and you go to different countries and they have their different uh, twists and their different styles Mm -hmm. and tweets to the American format because in Japan they have the strong style Mm -hmm. and then like South of the Border we have, you know, the luchadors. Mm -hmm. And that's a whole thing, the whole subculture and um, Hispanic culture too and they view it more of like a superhero aspect and more spiritual because taking that mask off if you watch wrestling you know how it was when Ray Mysterio got demasked for the first time that shit Huge, blew your yeah. mind as a kid because like seeing Spider-Man and like Civil War the comic book when he took the mask off everybody like Peter I'm Parker I'm Parker. gonna be honest though as a kid when Ray got his mask taken off and he wore it for like those six eight months without his mask with no mask he was way more gangster without the mask. Because he had nothing to lose. He already and lost he his spirit a, animal. And he was already part of LAX, too. And he was a little street thug, too. Boy, he was so thugging it. 
But um, for his Royal Rumble, um, the winners for the Males Rumble was the boy Drew McIntyre, who I really felt should have been the king of the ring because they could have pulled a whole Game of Thrones type angle. I told angle. you, though, sir. They were saving it for something. Well, you can also save it. save it, but, like, fuck, you're like giving Goku Super Saiyan, cool, but you still going to get Super Saiyan guy. Hey. But it's still nice to see him get that one level first. So just building on his legacy, his legend, if you would have came in king of the ring, won the Royal Rumble, then went on king of the Rumble, then the king of the thing. I wasn't thinking like that, but I, I know you I see it. I but see that's it. That's what I'm talking about. But like, giving the whole thing. I'm be honest. I like Baron Corbin winning King of the Ring. His new gimmick really works for him. Yeah, king I'm not Corbin. bad at it. And to be honest, the King Corbin shit really works way more better than the seeing Drew coming out here with a robe and a. Oh, Nigga, Drew would came out on like they would have had like, little still, skulls. He, he would have rocked down skulls and shit. He still had the though, and I don't think Word. him and the scepter would work. No, nah, he might have somebody hold it for him. Like I'm King Drew in this bitch. No, nah. Drew needs to run solo for a time being. The and solo then King, just, and then just be then just make a faction behind him. Word, and then on the women's side, we had the genetic goddess herself, Charlotte Woo Flair, take home. The title of women's Royal Rumble champion this year, and it's it's not her first time, is it? No, I'm, it's her first time winning. Winning, it, okay. but it's not her first time about the main WrestleMania. Oh yeah, yeah, because she's damn near last year. Yeah, she main event almost all of them because you can't not have Charlotte Fair in the main event. But we must say the standout performances of the Rumble for the women's it would be Bianca Belair. Yes, I can't wait for her to get on the main roster. Number two. Oh, she going to Raw because yeah, her husband. Yeah, but. Came in at number two, took out 10, 13? Was it 13? No, it was Brock that got 13. I think she was at 10. Yeah, 10, either or. But she took out the most females, consecutive as well. Yep. And the longest uh, running female in the Rumble. For reals. And who would be that um, second one for the Men's Royal Rumble? The second standout has to go to Brock Lesnar. Of course, the Beast. He went Bro. in at number one, <laughs> took out 13 people behind him nine, by himself. Exactly. Nine was just the little before ones. Before he got taken exactly. out. He was taking out some of the biggest and, at and one, the baddest. At one point, took out the two strongest people that should have been able to took him out together. Took both of them out back to back. The great Limitless Keasley, who is going to be a future oh, champion. Oh, bask in his glory. And, uh, get old. Oh, bask in his glory. <laughs> I'm so glad I put you on them. Yeah, I was gonna find them, but yeah, they, they, Keith Lee out here cooking, cooking, and the cooking. boy Big Big uh, Braun catch these hands, Strowman. They they should have took him out, but I'm so glad Brock took both of them out. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Like, well, I'll take no, no, no. I take that back. I don't say yes. I wish they would have took out. Brock. I would have wish they would have, but the, the thing is, the fact that Brock took him out still showed that, like. Yeah, I may be coming down my prime, but I still got it. Exactly, and then like some of the feats he pulled on, uh, pulled out in there, like we talked about earlier with him, because um, um, Rey Mysterio, um, Big E, and Kofi Kingston pulled a move straight out of the Hardy Boys playbook, as Michael Cole would say, vintage, vintage Hardy Boys. <laughs> they did a step over maneuver, but then Brock countered that with his own step over maneuver, and it was just fucking hilarious and hilarious. dope at the same time. So, yeah, so that's going to um, wrap. What, I say, oh, what would you say is your favorite standout moments from both of the matches? Like, the men's? Okay, all right. 
it might honestly it might have went not might have been when Edge came in and started spearing everybody, especially when no that moment when he um, leapfrogged over Roman Reigns, bounced off the rope and hit Roman Reigns with the real spear. That was my favorite from the I men's. I go with that one as well. And for my women's, you already know my favorite moment from that women's match was when the Mandy snacks herself got eliminated. But Big Belly Otis was right at the bottom, waiting for the fall on top to oh, keep them beautiful angelic feet from hitting the ground, baby. What did you do when you when you saw her fall over and then like they didn't say nothing? I clutched my pearls. I was like, ah! they didn't say nothing. And then they panned over and you seen Otis. Otis, I was like, <laughs> that's when I tested you like nigga Otis. I was like, yes. I was like Otis got all the pop and all the sizzle. Do you I'll think? Outside of that, I'm going to go with Naomi's uh, whole 15 minutes of trying to get, get back, back in the, the ring. ring. And was smart, too, to waste the clock. So do you think they about to set up uh, Otis coming between Fire and Desire? Cause that's I don't what it think they're like going to set it up, them coming between. But it's going to be something that's going to mm, do some type of dysfunction to one of the tag teams. Either oh, yeah. Heavy Machinery or Fire and Desire. Speaking of which, where the fuck your bitches iconic at? Girl. I haven't seen them in a minute. You know what I'm going to go with? I thought it was going to pop up in the R- Rumble. Maybe Peyton it was on the Rock and Roll Cruiser with her husband. Who's, I don't know who her husband is. The great man that Perfect Ten. Oh. Yeah. Oh, Todd Dillinger. Todd, Todd Dillinger or Sean Spears in AEW. Word. Okay, cool. Well, Either that or I don't know. They ain't been up in, I'm going to be honest. Thank you for reminding me because I got I ain't been uh, doing my stalker shit. Word. So like we were um, speaking about Star Trek earlier, Picard episode one came out this past Thursday. So about time you're hearing this, episode two should be out. Are you familiar with Star Trek? All I know is this: the hand oh. sign. That's oh, it. live long and prosper from the boy Spock. That's what's happening. Cause if you catch Shocker, Spocker. Because <laughs> <laughs> everything need to be a logical move, yo. <laughs> yeah, baby. Ooh. But nah, um, Picard is my favorite captain on paper. But Captain Cisco, or like to call him Space Obama, is always number one in my heart. Um, uh, Star Trek Next Generation was the first Star Trek that I watched as a kid. It is my favorite Star Trek. It is what made me fall in love with the whole franchise, and that's why I adore it more than Star Wars. Because when I was of age, just actually know about all the concepts and the thing they was doing in Star Trek, trying to watch Star Wars felt so dated because the technology just didn't look the same. Whereas I could watch Picard and the crew every week. Every week, new episodes, new planets, new aliens. You know, trekking the stars. They never went to one star. They True, sure did. not a single episode. Unless they got too close to the star, then the magnetic um, range and the solar flares will fuck up the um, Starship Enterprise while Picard's in there trying to be a Chicago gangster. And guess what? <laughs> All the gangsters are real now. So guess what? <laughs> Hollow deck shenanigans, mm. which are always a mm. good shenanigan. Mm. <laughs> Every time there was shenanigans was good because the episode when everybody got mad at each other. Oh right? yeah, <laughs> all their emotions are all yeah. fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. That that you mad because you always gonna be number two? And they're, like, and they're like, excuse the fuck out of me. I think that was the episode that made me a fan. I'm just like, oh, so this is. Star hey, Jordy, Trek. how does this it feel is- to know your black ass still can't see in the future? <laughs> <I'm> like, Yo, <laughs> and, and he's uh, like. Pick up a book, bitch. <laughs> Butterfly in the sky, motherfucker. <laughs> but um, due to the fact that Picard was debuting last week, um, Patrick Stewart um, came onto The View. And Whoopi Goldberg, if you don't know that, is the main 
She's the number one host of the View. They are a host, but you know she has seniority. Everybody comes She's to Whoopi. Whoopi. Everybody exactly. comes to Whoopi. Exactly. And Picard brought up the proposal. He like I talked to the creator, I talked to the showrunner, I talked to all the actors, and basically said we would love you to come back in season two of Picard and reprise your role as Ginnan. Is it Gunan? I want to say it's Gunan. Gunan. Yes. Um, she was the bartender. On the Starship Enterprise, also their sage with the big old hat, yeah, the Easter Sunday hat. Looking like a big bowl of grape drink. But hold on, they had her dressed in purple, Uh and she was black. And she was black, and she was a sage. We made her a great flavored magical Negro. And she always gave out advice in the episode. She was like she was the magical Negro uh, bartender because you know, yes, she's always like, hey. Or she like, what was his day? Oh, we talking <laughs> no, about from the love ship? she did get off the shit one time. One time. One time. Oh, wait, wait, were you talking about old buddy from the love ship? Yeah, love, love, love boat? Love, love, boat. love boat. Oh, you shit. Remember? Was it Lincoln? It was some... They're like a Jefferson or Lincoln or hey. boy. Yes. <laughs> boy, how cold is my drink? I need a thermometer. Because <laughs> like, I need my Shirley Tapple. And I don't know if I'm allowed to do this, but I'm going to say he came out and he's like, Yes, I'm going to get you what you need. <laughs> Hey, man, I ain't mad at it. It was the, it was the 80s. No, I take it back. It was the 70s, baby. Thank you. Well, fuck. <laughs> Shit was spicy. What's even more hilarious was they had the black dude as the fucking title picture, and he wasn't even the main character. <laughs> and just like when they did that episode of Futurama, when they was... <laughs> with the robot. With the robot, he was playing the same <laughs> So season one of Picara has just now came out, not even four or five episodes in, and we're already... Get in season two sometime this time next year. So that's going to be dope. I'm not going to watch Picard until the whole season is done and I'm going to binge it with that free week trial on CW All Access. And I can't wait for that. Oh, and that'll also mean by then probably Discovery be all of season two be done. Mm -hmm. So I can binge both those two bitches too. It's like they think we don't know how to use coupons. And also, only reason two apples, one pie is because, spoiler alert, Discovery. Oh, black chick is uh, Spock's sister? Spoiler alert! Nigga, I said spoiler alert. And if you ain't seen season one, then it's your fault. You ain't even seen season one, nigga. You just around telling told. all the stories. Shit, nigga, Guess I'm what? Like... Guess what? Rosebud was the name of the sled, motherfuckers. I mean, I think it could be, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's a, some Citizen Kane for that ass. for, you know, the childhood innocence that he had that he had lost. And speaking of things <laughs> I couldn't wait for... <laughs> Bad Boys 3 finally came out. I saw that over the weekend. Did you happen to see Bad Boys 3? I did not. You should definitely see it, girl. Are you a fan of the Bad Boys? I love it, yeah. Oh, it's good. I love Martin Lawrence and Will. See, unlike some people, I won't spoil this for those listeners out there because there's a couple of... That first season been out for a whole year. There's a couple of twists <laughs> in this bad boys that I didn't see coming, which Isn't just took it to a, if the season one been out for a whole if time? it took it um, to another level. But if you really want me to answer that question, of course it is. It's always a spoiler if the person does not know. That's true, truest facts. Somebody can spoil fucking Lost Boys to me right now. Okay, and I get three zero shits. But still, it is a spoiler. We're not talking about how you feel about it. We're talking about the act of spoiling. So you don't get mad at me. For you being caught as cheese. Hey, my bad you wanted to milk the spoil, baby. My bad that you wanted to know what all was the special twist about Discoverer. I didn't want to know about the special <laughs> twist, but now I know. So that doesn't even make sense. But Bad Boys 3 came out. That did make sense. And guess what made sense about that, too? The fucking soundtrack. Because it was baller. Black Eyed Peas. 
The, no, I did not say that. The Black Eyed Peas got a song on there. Yeah, then they got a remix with the that. boy Jaden the Messiah Smith. Oh, Messiah's on there? He got his own oh, track and on the remix. Is he going by the Messiah? No, that's no, what we, we name him. him. We call him the Messiah. Jaden oh, Smith man. the Messiah or Jaysiah. Just showing it all up. He is the future, the past, and the present. Because when Jesus is coming back, he's going to come back black. So that's all I'm saying. <laughs> You don't think he's going to try, like, you know, Oh, no, he's Native not. American. Oh, no, 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 he coming, no, 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 He coming no, no. in like uh, Mr. Manhattan, baby. Do- Dr. Manhattan. Man, Dr. Manhattan. He did not take hey. all that time to become a, you know, hey. licensed doctor. For real. For you to call him Mr. Manhattan. You can still call him Mr. <laughs> oh, don't misdiagnose him. See what I did there? <laughs> ah, <laughs> hey. And another thing is, um... <laughs> <laughs> yo, Bad Boys 3 Yo, definitely check it out if you haven't checked it out You're gonna love it if you're a fan of Martin and Will Then they bring in a new younger cast Which sets up for another installment If they want to, all of the Fast and Furious That's all I'm gonna say about that Shout out to the girl Vanessa Hutchins She in it, they make a high school musical reference And then the, boy, then the boy Asian Reggie from Riverdale Hell He's in it, it's alert. not a spoiler alert If he's in the trailer, you goof say, I don't be, You know I only got one good eye I'm not going to talk about your ability to see because I still want you to get your disability. But the fact that you can see ghosts and aberrations and I into the sixth dimension. I see aberrations and the sixth dimension before I went blind, baby. Okay, so that only hones it because all your power going to one eye. So I just want you to see one side of things in more ways than one. Thank you very much. Wow. Guess what's being canceled? Don't you dare say it. Howard the Duck and the Dazzling Tiger series that was How coming on. How the fuck on they get canceled before they even drop? That's why, because once Marvel and Feige got a hold of everything, it was like, fuck everything that's not coming through the D- uh, Disney Plus app or Marvel Studios. Y'all canceled the Cussing Duck? Yes. I was waiting for the Cussing Duck. What if they only canceled it to bring it to Disney Plus? You no, because it's rated R, and it was going to uh, wrap into the offender, so that's definitely not going to happen. Yeah, you can't bring that. But they might have other ideas for them to do something more fr- more family-friendly. Man, fuck family right Howard the Duck. Exactly, and I was really... I'm really hoping that they still release what they have on Hulu because they had to go into production. Shit had to be shot. Things had to be recorded. So hopefully they give us like, this is what we got. We're just not going to waste Kevin it. Smith and fucking uh, yes. Chelsea. Yeah, Chelsea Handler. And that's kind of bummer because I was looking forward to that to see how Dazzler and Tiger is. the most because Dazzler is one of my top 10 favorite X-Men characters of all time. I think you are lying. No. Yeah, Every right. episode they have the girls' adventures. She's in them, and she be stunting. Do you think I'm talking about Jubilee? No, baby. What yeah. episode was Dazzler on? You think about Boom Boom with the spoiling time bomb? Ah, yeah, you talking about Boom Boom, aka Meltdown, aka but Boomer. She wasn't. No, she was in the episode of Regular X Men when her and Jubilee were out there. Uh, that was Matma. Not regular animated. It animated when they were at this. Yeah, nigga. No, she was on that one episode when Scott was beefing with Gene because Gene got possessed by the Dark Phoenix and he went to that strip club. But she was club. on another episode too. Yeah, she was on, on that one. I swear she was on nah. another one outside the strip club. Outside of that, she was on the episode of Pride of the X-Men was supposed to be a low-key pilot for a new X-Men cartoon in the late 80s which is the X-Men arcade game based on those character modes and design. That's where we got Australian Wolverine. Yep. Alright, you are the more knowledgeable one on the X-Men. So. I'm glad you, we could agree on something. So you know it wouldn't be an episode of What's Poppin' if we did not talk about music And guess what guys If you have Spotify well, And even if you don't There's going to be a link on um, the description to this episode And every episode from from here on out um, because I decided, like, since we talk about music, I might as well put all the songs that we discuss onto a playlist. So if you guys want to check them out, you can. So it's going to be YWDCA 
one on Spotify. And yeah, and this uh, month is January, so every month is going to be a different play- playlist. And speaking of music, um, I'm just going to start off with a couple of songs that I've listened to over the week. Um, the Jonas Brothers dropped a new single, What a Man Gotta Do. Yeah, it's okay. Did. What a man gotta do is treat his woman or his, his man or his partner or whatever with respect, dignity, loyalty. They performed it at the Grammys. Oh, yeah. did you? Yeah. I didn't watch the Grammys, so mm-hmm. I'm assuming you did? I did, did Sunday you, night. Did you like the performance? They also and did. apparently, yes, Nick had some spinach on his teeth oh. that everybody was talking about. Well, yeah. I ain't watched the Grammys. I ain't watched the Grammys. Wait, no, Nick, wait. Nick, Nick is, Jones. Nick Jones. Yes. Uh, Kevin. Kevin. Yo, Nick, my nigga. That's my favorite Nick Jonas, is, brother. Yo, who's your favorite Jonas? I like Nick. Nick, for I need somebody to love I me. I love Chains. It, it was Kevin who, until who Kid Rock am. 2 came out. And then it Nick. Nick got the most soul out of him. Kevin got the best. So you're a Kevin. I'm a Kevin fan because of Because of his, uh, Camp Rock? No. Nah, because he didn't do of, shit in Camp Rock. He didn't do shit in Camp Rock. But <laughs> I can say outside of Camp Rock and outside of everything, entertainment-wise... Him and his wife show was the shit on E. I, I watched that. I used to watch yes. the fuck out that. That was my guilty pleasure before and after the loss of Jersey Shore. Ew. Um. Yo, you still know enough info because you fucked around with me while I was watching the bullshit of it. That yeah. doesn't mean Dilly oh, Squad. Yeah. You could you could fake a Jersey. You could fake a Shorzer into thinking they you a Shorzer. No. Just yeah, like yeah. Havoc. So absorbs ambient cosmic energy. He chooses not to. His body just absorbs things. Then he spews it uh, out his body. Uh, Same way I absorb ridiculous not about Jersey, Jersey Shore that could spew out of my goddamn body. Don't Jersey turn back down. The Anywho, Megan Trainer or as, or as I like to call her, white girl Beyonce dropped a new single called Blink. And as soon as she starts that shit off, she's like, "I'll make it come quick." I was like, "Girl, bet so that sounds like a Adele. challenge." Adele is Adele. Oh, so she's, she's big Christina Aguilera. Like she's not. Oh, I thought she. No, 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 no. White girl Aretha Franklin. No, no, she don't get all that. No, no. She the best white woman in out here in performance wise. Watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. Say what? Be more specific. You mean vocally? Oh, vocally and performance. No. Yes. She can't out dance Gaga. I mean, fuck Gaga. All right, then keep your mouth quiet because we're talking about performance because you can't perform if you stand behind a microphone. Gaga don't always about, dance neither. Yes, she do. She dances. She got a meat head on. She dances. Fuck out of here. Adele she flies through the sky like Adele SpongeBob. Adele can dance too. Adele she dance. does not. If Adele wanted she to, does, she, she knows. And she has. No. She does not dance. Yes, she has. She does not dance. Yes, she has. She Have does you seen every one of her performances? No, she so does not dance, fat boy. Because what you're trying to do, no, actually, it's make she, it relevant she when danced, it's really not. She dances because you're going to sit here with MTV your mouth. Awards. See, that's why nobody's taking yeah, your opinion seriously. You don't always watch everything. I don't need trick. to watch anything when I watch more than you do. Because let's be for real. Because Adele has never won best performance. Just because you don't never win it, don't mean you ain't a performer. Not when it has Kanye won best performer. Yes, and yes. Fuck out of here, cuz. <laughs> the glow in the dark tour. Don't let me get started on the yeah, floating right. stage. But like I said, if we're talking about vocalists, she's the best vocalist out there. Then you have Gaga, and then you have somebody like I don't even put Beyonce in the top five vocally speaking. Oh, yeah, but then you have other people like Alicia Keys. She's still out here doing her thing. Solange is a better vocalist than. But then you have I ain't gonna get a scissor. Janae, I, Janae, I, I can't Aiko. Aiko, whatever that Asian name is. You can't pronounce your Asian names. Right. But she ain't Shit. Asian, though. 
we just wasted all these people's time by that ridiculous nonsense, as you said. So I can't wait for the three people that listen to actually pull up all these facts <laughs> of Adele not dancing one Bitch, step. She don't even two Sheila step. and Amber, please prove me wrong. They're going to prove you wronger than you ever been proved wrong before in your life. But also, Doja Cat dropped a single called Boss Bitch off of the new Birds of Prey Harley Quinn <laughs> movie soundtrack. Janae Ayako dropped a song called Pussy Fairy, which is a banger. And a pussy fairy is the opposite of a pussy troll. Because pussy trolls don't allow you inside or they'll bite your dick off. Because Elias taught me that from Clerks too. Because his girlfriend's pussy troll was named Pillow Pants. Um, Future dropped this new single with Lil Baby and Marlo called First and Third. That's just some trap shit. Some good shit. Pop Smoke got a track called Christopher Walken. That goes in. Inhaler, like this um, emo alt um, band, has a song called We Have to Move On. I'm literally- and if you got a woman, you sometimes gotta move on for her. So sometimes you gotta do that. Dreamville dropped two new singles, Still Up and Boss It. Green Day came back with a new song called Oh Green hey. Day back? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, and that's the name of the song. Manny Moore has a new song called "Save a Little for Yourself," oh, which sounds very hit. early. We listened to it earlier. It oh, sounds very oh, um, Taylor Swift ish, like second album T Swizzle. Um, Haley Williams, the lead singer of Paramore, dropped a new single called "Simmer." Yes. It's not what I expected from her, but mm. I still fuck with it. And um, Cruella, Cruella dropped a new EDM track called "Greenlight." That shit smooth. Nice, BTS nice. got a track called oh Black Swan. And I swore Travis Scott was on it because they oh, got yeah, this track. They got the whole Travis um, Scott bag. Like I was waiting for the straight ups and his lips, but it wasn't there. So I was like, oh, all right. Now I know that Travis Scott has not produced on this song. And then one of the homies I work with, shout out to um, Chris. He got a little single on Spotify. Um, you'll hear it on the playlist, so definitely check it out and um, support everybody. And I'm always trying to support my local artists. And one little quick tidbit before we get into the bulk of the show. J.J. Um, Abrams' bad robot production company is officially handling all things Justice League Dark for Warner Brothers and DC. They're going to start um, by de- working on and de- developing scripts for... Constantine, Santana, Swamp Thing, things of that nature. And so they could oversee all of that and kind of do their own things separate from all the DC mishaps shit. that's going on with the rest of and the, the DC, DCEU. By Bad Robot and Bad Robot has not dropped one bad hit. Like they say it, the Cloverfield franchise hit. Fucking Overlord. Depends hit. on what you classify as a hit. Shit. Make money. I mean, Krillin is the strongest human. That is true. But he's not the strongest person on Earth. That is true. Then we want to talk about Goten and Trunks. They're <sighs> Earthlings, too. No, they're halflings. But they're from Earth. Halflings. But they're from Earth. Just they're like Krillin's from blooded. Earth. Cool. See, like what Krillin's I just did? Blooded, baby. Like yeah, I just I'm going to go with that. There's different things, like different types uh, yeah. of hit. He's not even strong in hit hit. Exactly. But yes, so that's going to um, wrap up Yo, What's Poppin'. So with that being said, it's time to get a little spooky and take a little trip to the place called Greendale. Not to be confused with the town in Colorado <laughs> where the folks from Greendale Community College resides and community college. All human beings need a place to spend their knowledge. So <laughs> we're going to geek out about the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Andy, what do you like about the show? What drew you sh- into this series? The fact that it's sort of a remake from the original. Yes. But the whole new cast really drew me in, especially Sabrina just being cast as she was. She just really drew me in. I just love her personality and just everything about her. And 
uh, the fact that she kind of just sees that she has a dark side, but at the end of the day, she knows that she has to let that inner good <coughs> side pop in and, you know, let it take over because it's a good nature to herself. Word, exactly. And that's pretty much, like, the main reason I started to watch the series because, like, most 90s kids, 80s babies, we all watched Melissa Jones Hart, Sabrina, back in the day on ABC, you know, TGIF. So I was like, all right, they redoing Sabrina. Let me watch it to see the difference between that and this. And it was not so much as a straight-up reboot like a lot of people thought just in the general public mm-hmm. but it was actually an adaptation of the newer Sabrina comic books that focus more on the dark side and the satanic satanic side of Riverdale because Sabrina is an Archie character and originally Sabrina was supposed to be a spinoff on the CW of the Riverdale TV series but the people working on Sabrina was like you know what we're going to step away from this a little bit and go to Netflix so we don't have this rely so much on the Riverdale aspect of it. What about you, Ross? Um, I came across technically hearing about it from, you know, like them making announcements was a fan of the original Sabrina like you, Kels. But uh, when I seen it said Chilling and then I did my deeper research and realized that uh, Roberto, the lead man of Archie Comics, as well as the reason why he became lead is because of how he changed all of the Archie comics into this modern day. I was like, you know what? Let me go do my research, find out about Sabrina. Found out about Sabrina, and I'm like, you know, I'm actually in kind of hype because uh, there is some differences from the comics books, but it intrigued me enough to want to see the TV show. And I'm going to like the differences as well as I like how it's just been given to us. And yeah, so... um the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Ross, who's your favorite character? I'm going to have to go with Harvey, but at this moment, it's kind of for selfish reasons. Only go because ahead and say Ross. Uh, I was I was an older male who still, you know, fucked around with Disney Channel way past his age. And there was this good old show called uh, Ali and AJ. And uh, he was one of the main characters, so like seeing that he got casted was like technically part of more reason why I came to watch the Chilling Adventures. Oh, word! He was on Ellie and AJ show. See, I didn't watch Ellie and AJ. See, I thought you were talking about old buddy from um, what's the one? The other show when he's like the rock star and shit. That is Ellie and AJ, my bro. He's AJ. The chick is Allie, and Allie's his manager. Slash Yo, I thought you were talking about Ellie and AJ, the sisters. No, <laughs> they both them niggas dance Ellie and AJ. So You're they not is wrong, but that is Ellie though, or is it AJ? No, he's AJ. Okay, so he did Allie. look mad familiar. He didn't have that fucking blonde hair. Yeah, he didn't have it. And all he was in um, Teen Beach movie too, right? Yeah, he was the lead dude in Teen Beach. Trash. Movie. Well, the second one's better than the first one, but we're not about to get into that because we're talking about Sabrina right now. So, how about you, Andy? Who's your Hold favorite up. character? You went all this time not realizing that was him. There's a lot of people that looks like people that I don't realize. Oh, I know your ass is not about to sit here. And be like, I thought I told you. You, you. first off, I you didn't know the guy on a TV show that you didn't even watch. It's the guy in Sabrina who's first mostly off. in caves and shit. So, Andy, who's your favorite character? Yes, sir. So, I definitely got to say, Kiernan is my favorite character. Not just being biased, she's just an overall badass. But as an actress, you know, she was in um, Mad Men. Um, wait, wait, which one is that? Sabrina. Oh, Sabrina. Yeah. Oh, okay. She's. I love her name, Kiernan. Word. See, I we black. We just call people by their character name and shit. I was like, I wouldn't <laughs> be saying. Except for the ones I know. Yes, yeah, like Lily Reinhardt. Exactly. Yeah. Betty. 
dark there daddy. Exactly. So I gotta say her, and plus she's a Scorpio, and she goes with all the spookiness that I love. As yes, you I, know. Yes, I do know, and yes. I like what I like about Sabrina is like her presence and her values and her energy outweighs her because physically she's a smaller, more petite woman, but she her presence is just so big, and she owns it. Being like the daughter of Satan, when she walks in the room, she knows her power and she knows what she's capable of so she's never like timid she's never very worried about anything she's just damn like hey i'm sabrina spellman this down and the third oh you don't like that well fuck it whatever Take it or leave it yeah. exactly for sure. and for me my favorite character will be the boy ambrose because mm-hmm. ambrose went through so much shit his dedication to his family and to the people that he loves is so dire that he will literally die from him or to suffer being stuck into a house for like what seventy years or some shit, and um yeah he's their I won't say local mage but he's their local go to like he's the guy that figures out what spell you need what roots I'm gonna do the research I'm gonna make sure everything stays together he was like banned from the little coven so he can't even teach or practice magic anymore and all he wanted to do was love and he was unable to do that until we get to end of season two. When there was an unlikely alliance between him and Prudence. And then in season three, you come to find out they got a little thing going on. And Prudence used to be one of my least favorite characters. But not in, like, I didn't like her character. It's like, she was bad. But she was bad in all the right ways. So she was like that character, like, oh, Sabrina's the good girl. Here's the mean girl. Here's Prudence. But Prudence had her own shit to go through with her dad. Not really giving a fuck about her because she wasn't as powerful as the son that she really wanted. And then she tried to play her off as the bastard. But then you find out, like, no, you really is my daddy. And I really do got these magics. Actually, another good thing, too, about Prudence and the sisters is the fact that they just was running the whole school with no care. Until oh, some, yeah. And, and you ain't seen season three yet, boy. boy. I, after just hearing, first off, the whole Prudence Ambrose story plot of season two was just like that under key outshiner and they basically pulled um a fucking mad needle from x-men first class how he was going around looking for all the nazis they basically been traveling the world looking for the daddy daddy. teaming up (laughs) killing and loving each other and i thought that was fantastic it was great too it's just just like we didn't expect them to have a relationship and then they just gave it to us in season two and it just like made it work even more and it's like oh so they're together Oh, why? Because they're free sexually spirits. And it's like, nah, now we're going to make them together. For real, because when you're in a sea of darkness, sometimes another dark soul could be the light that you need to get you through those days. And that's real spit. Hell yeah, black love all day, every day. Um, (laughs) Now, also, Sabrina has her crew. You know, she got Harvey. She got her homegirl, Susie, or homeboy now, Theo. I'm not quite sure if... What pronoun to use? Because sometimes they call her Susie. They still call him Susie. Sometimes, and Theo in, sometimes in season, in season three? three they call her Susie. Then sometimes they call her Theo, and it's in that weird place. Like I don't because know I where thought, she's at. So because in the end of season two, he Susie decided to go by Theo. Yeah, but some people yeah. are still referring still to calling, him as Susie. So, so is it basically Susie's? Theo's going through the whole people having to accept him for his. Well, name. I don't think they uh, they accept him, but they just they call just him. Yeah. Fuck, they just fuck up and accidentally call yeah, him Susie from time to time. Exactly, and then okay. you have um, Roz, and Roz has something called the cunning. If you're familiar with Stephen King, he has some shit called the shining, and Roz comes from a long line of black women 
who at some point in their lives, they go blind because the blindness gives them the ability to see the future. Just like in Vampire Diaries, all the black women or black people in that show, for the most part, were witches. So it's a common thread to see in these supernatural series. Like, if you're a black character, you're going to come from a long line of, guess what? Magical Negroes. And I can't be mad at a black person with power. <laughs> Fun fact, comic book version, Roz was the girlfriend, was dating Harvey before Sabrina started going to the school. And then Sabrina stole Harvey from Roz. Well, they get into that in season three because it's definitely Harvey and Roz but in season three. But I will say the one thing that I do like is the fact that they made Roz black, gave her the cunning, and actually went to the whole relationship of her and Harvey and made that the build instead of establishing that they were already a couple. Yes. How do you feel about um, Sabrina supporting cast, her group of friends? Myself. Yes. I love, I love the Fright Club. I love how oh, she... Oh, they are the Fright Club. club. <clears throat> they I do that shit at nightclub. <laughs> that I don't like the... Yes. I just love how she just brings people together and just really stands up for friendship and puts them above anything else because she really just puts herself on the line and she fights, you know, I mean, to the death for them. So that's another reason why I love Sabrina. Loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. loyalty. Kendra Lamar. That's one thing that I just realized off the top of my head of most of her best episodes, most of Melissa Jones Hart's best episodes were always her dealing with testing amongst her friendship and her loyalty. Like the episode when everybody forgot about her and yeah. Harvey was dating that other chick and she had to make Harvey remember they were a relationship. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, that was one of my favorite episodes. No, I can't watch, watch that episode now as a grown as a dog because it's different ways. Like, yo, you <laughs> gonna remind me? <laughs> oh man, and uh, <clears throat> and two uh, two more uh, important characters to bring life would be Hilda and Zelda, her aunts. Um, Zelda being the pompous, the big sister, the real regal one of the two, and you have Hilda being the more fun, more nurturing, more, I don't know, you could say... Timid. The more timid, yeah. yes. She was definitely the... What I want to say? Uh man. The more caring. The well, more, yeah, just the more love. The more warm. The, love, yeah. the more unconditional love caring. Exactly. Open to caring, even. Yeah, the more open one, the more, if you want to say human, of the two. Because is all about the Dark Lord, this, this. But Zelda's like, oh, I want to read romantic novels and <clears throat> read comic books and make cookies and cakes and pies. <laughs> and that's why Hilda was like my favorite of the two and that's why I felt she's real, very nurturing yes nurturing very maternal yes. even though she wasn't getting a lot of play and mm-hmm. Zelda made it a point to kind of mention that not as much as you can but you know that was something that was brought up between them but even though they were the bond between them two was super tight they even slept in like the same bed and, and shit yeah. for sure as grown ass women like if you want to that's cool that's fine like Nothing's wrong with that, but it's like that show how tight their bond was. But at the same time, they were so distant at times just because their personalities were so different. Mm-hmm. And then we also have somebody that I feel like has really got the short end of the stick in this whole series. What would be the little homie Salem? Like Salem, I could say easily was everybody's like favorite character in the original series because he was the sarcastic cat. <laughs> he walked around and said wild shit and made rude jokes and shit in boxes. And <laughs> no things. filter, no filter. <laughs> yes, everybody loves the character that's saying what we th- are thinking. He was like proto Bender from Futurama. Yes, <laughs> he, he was, was the pre Bender. He was living his best life, doing whatever he wanted and didn't care. Salem, the pre Bender. <laughs> 
with all the other nations. <laughs> and also, too, wasn't Salem in the original series just a dude who, a wizard that got in trouble and got sentenced into a cat? I believe so. Yes, I believe that was his punishment to be a cat. Compared to this current version where Salem's technically a familiar. Yes. And that's one thing, too. I wish they would let him be more familiar with motherfuckers in the show. They only like, gave him one familiar transformation. Yeah, and it was in season one, but they did a classic shit where they'll show it, and then they'll cut. And I only think he familiarized in this motherfucking outside, third season. That, yeah, like, but even, he was there. Yeah. I will say, though, at least he's always there trying to warn some shit. Yes, exactly, and they so went he from does act like a real familiar. Exactly, and they went from him being just outright talk to everybody that was a witch to him basically having telepathy with all witches because even Ambrose could, can talk to Salem. But yet, and also too, too in in Chilling Adventures, all witches and whatnot could speak to familiars because season two Ambrose talked to the old dude's lizard. Exactly, so that's cool too. Just to pull back, one of my favorite outside of Zelda and Hilda, Hilda was my favorite. Just because of Caroline Rowe was like my first real white woman crush. Word. <laughs> she did re- replace Rosie O'Donnell on the Rosie O'Donnell show because they came in with the sweet Caroline Are you intro. About the original show? Yes. Yeah, the original show. Mm-hmm. That's what yeah, he's talking no, about. Yeah, yeah, you're right. My first original real crush was Tina from Power Rangers. Trini? Trini, yeah. I'm embarrassed about this. My first white woman crush was... Gadget? What is it? Kirstie Alley? Oh, from oh. Cheers. But yeah, but if oh, it, for she... me, for me, it was it takes two. It takes two to why. make a thing go. I don't know right. why the the the, the fucking uh, or Alyssa was talking to the, the Olsen twins. Were, oh, that one. You know, it takes two, and I'm like, they're my age, and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. But then I see Kirstie and I'm like, no, nah, that's a woman. Word. <laughs> I don't know what it was. That's Confessions part one. <laughs> These are his confessions. I want to talk about Kristen Alley all day. Now I want to be breastfed by the way. <laughs> Man, I don't know who's looking, who's looking, who's talking to. <laughs> and all right, so the, before we wrap this up, there are two more characters I want to discuss real quick. Besides the all-dark father himself, Lucifer Morningstar, I want to speak about Blackwood and his conniving ass. Oh, he didn't care about fam, but he said he did, but he only could be, c- cared about fam when it, that fam could have aided in his further, his his further um, increasing of power and dark magic so he could become the new Lord of Hell, which was his main goal because he killed... All right, I'm not going to say that because I don't remember he killed his wife. But he killed mad people that he supposedly loved and set up to go down the wrong path just for that power. How do you feel about Blackwood? Well, do you think Prudence could have been the herald of hell, as they called it? Oh, yeah. She was groomed for that shit her whole life. I think she definitely could have handled it. And because of him, it specifically didn't happen. Because yes. Sabrina got pulled into the mix, yes, and you know they had to do the whole like double aspect thing and had to kill one off. Exactly, because Sabrina didn't. That's the thing too. Sabrina didn't even want it. She had to find out that yeah. Lucifer was her real daddy, which was like one of those things. It was like, oh shit, you was the baby with the goat legs. Like, <laughs> oh, this shit is crazy. And to find out that she killed her parents or it, he killed his parents. Exactly. Parents. What about what about you, Ross? What do you think about Blackwood? He ass trash. He, he, yeah, he is. He <laughs> Wait till season two. They pull, nigga, they pull a Quentin and Elliot with this nigga in season two. You get a time skip and memory loss. In three, yes. We get a Quentin Elliot. Bruh. Bruh. You're going to love that For shit. all those people that are here, y'all know what we mean by Quentin Elliot. 
If you don't, if you're not familiar with that, go back and listen to episode, episode three, three when we talk about the magicians. Hey, we got episodes you could go back and listen to. <laughs> yeah, and last but not least, the first bad bitch in existence. The first. The first. The first. My favorite. The first word. The girl Lilith, Lilith. Satan's Lucifer's lady lover. Ooh, she cold. She is cold <laughs> she in all the right the ways. Cold as I she <laughs> made season two. To me, she made season two. Yes. And you know who she looked like, right? <laughs> Dem- oh. What's her name? Demora. <laughs> yeah, Demora. Demora. Yeah. yeah. Which characters? <laughs> oh, this is for some adult shit. <laughs> No, what character in the show? Lilith. Oh, Lilith. <laughs> Lilith, who also inherited <laughs> inherited the body of the teacher. I can't think of her name off the top. Uh, Mrs. Just with a W. It's like wood, wood warm or some shit like wormwood. that. Wormwood. Wormwood. Warm. No. Warm. No, 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 no. Wormwood is Harry Potter. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> wormwood is also biblical. Oh, see, I did not know that. Yeah. Why is this wormwood? <laughs> uh, let me see real quick. Is that like I got it on IMDb? Worm. No, Wardwall. Wordwell, Wordwell, Wordwell. Word Wordwell, yes, Mrs. Wordwell. When the show started, she was just like this meek, timid teacher. That Sabrina loves and still loves, which low-key, I mean, like, she does seem like the type of teacher that everybody would like. Like yeah. a counselor, she's, yeah. Yeah, yes. she's, she's not like, she's the teacher that is inspires you in the shit to, that you like, so you're going to go to them to get more inspiration from. And also, you could walk all over her because she ain't going to really say shit. That did that technically <laughs> is kind of how the show started. You, everybody went to her right after a movie night, which is kind of weird. But then again, it's a small town. Y'all all go see a horror movie and then run to your teacher and then ask about school, but yet friend related shit with the teacher. Like y'all wanted exactly like kind of like squad. how um, Katie did in Mean Girls when she ran into Tina Fey. Yeah, working at the mall. Side note, there me too. Oh. Dare me, yeah, the cheer coach. Oh, whoa, 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 You jumping ahead, girl? That's another podcast. <laughs> you watch that? Oh, we might have to have you back for that. Dare oh, me, yo? Me Are you a dare me? me? Oh, girl, yeah, me you already know. I texted him or Word. messaged him. I was like, yeah, yes, we still gotta watch this week. Two episodes because we gonna cause shit. We don't have oh, like snap, to find that one for you. No, we ain't watch it. but back to Miss Wordwell. Um, she was the way she was until Lilith took over her body and immediately. The switch changed. The baddest bitch on Wicked Witch of the East up in this thing. I also want to throw on there just real quick. There's a quote from Michelle Gomez who plays uh, Mrs. Wardwell. And, uh, oh, she Lilith. a Gomez? Oh, yeah. Oh, she a Latina? And, and, and it says, uh, I, I get it it's now. one of my favorite fucking <laughs> quote of hers. Let's hear it. I was blessed with this face. I was, I was blessed with this face. I was born to play witches and bitches until the day I die with this kind of structure. <laughs> witches and bitches. And she, she ain't A goddamn queen. She's a bruja. If she would have been in Witches of East, and we probably would have got another season. In Doctor Who, she became the female version of the Master. When they switched uh, genders, when he regenerated, it was her, and she owned the whole show for two seasons. Word and thing too. When she became Lilith, you could see the you could see that um, automatic change in the swag, the way she dressed, everything, because she needed to be in that background manipulating things so she could be the true heiress of hell, and she becomes the queen. Of hell, but season then something three. happens better in season three, so I'm not gonna go into all that for those that did not check it out. But guess what? You should definitely check it out. And if you also want to check out some other things, if you're a fan of Sabrina, you should check out. So, check Ross, this out. What would you like um, to recommend to people to check out? 
I would like to recommend this show that is currently on Hulu. Don't know if we're getting a season three, but just to let you know, there is two good seasons on there. It's called Light as a Feather. Basically about a girl. Light as a Feather. Based on the game, Light as a Feather. And it's from Awesomeness TV. Nice, good production company. What else has Awesomeness TV done? Awesomeness TV has done... Another show on Hulu called Freakish. Oh, yeah. I still need to fuck with that. Awesomeness TV has also done most of the current generations of skit shits for kids or young teens. And right now, it's like any of y'all people that fuck with the YouTube, like Lily Singh and all the current 20 to 24-year-old actors and actresses, they have at least something through Awesomeness TV. Like, uh, fuck. There's a girl group. They got this uh, girl Black skit Pink? show. Oh, you're talking about just all right. Never mind. Yeah, it's most no, it's most bunch of uh, young female actresses. I found. So it's like a sketch show. Black girl sketch comedy, but not as funny and not as strict. Like I've only saw like maybe three episodes, and one episode was basically about all these girls going to. Uh, God damn it! What is that musical convention during the summer? Little Coachella. Fit? Coachella. <laughs> and shit was game. They did. They didn't make it to Coachella. Word. All right, cool. And real quick, what is um, Light as a Feather about? Light as a Feather is a basically about a group of girls that end up meeting a new chick. She plays Light as a Feather with them, predicts how they going to die. It happens to be how it really happens. And it's they real magic. To, it's not practical magic. And they're trying to figure out why and how to stop it. So low-key is what Pretty Little Liars wish it was. It's Pretty Little Liars ten times better. With the magic word, all right, Andy. What about you? All right, I'm gonna go off topic here and go with a sci-fi. Hit you guys with a sci-fi show Ooh. called Altered Carbon. Ooh. Yes, I love that show. So it's basically set in the year 2384. It's about you know sci-fi world where like bodies are interchangeable, called resleeving. Yet you can transfer your consciousness to a different body. And it's basically set in Bay City. Reminds me a little bit of San Francisco. Um, and basically only the wealthy have the ability to do this through clones. Because they're just so fucking wealthy. Mm. Um, however, it follows the story of Mr. Takashi Kovacs. Um, who's a political operative with mercenary skills. and They got guns. Badass. Love him. And it basically follows his story. But now the new season is about to premiere next month. And it's going to be taken over by Anthony Mackie, who plays Falcon. Or Captain America. <laughs> Put some Cap- respect okay, on that. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> you know what? I texted you about that, didn't I? Mm-hmm. I did. <laughs> I texted you about that. I'm like, I did. I know I did. I'm not saying you did. I'm just saying I don't remember. Well, I did. Right. Anyway, I it premieres you. February 27th. Check Ooh, it out. Oh, shit. That's next month, baby. That's, That's next a month. week after my Black birthday. history. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Love it. Whoa, 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 whoa. You really going to monkey noise? I, I know. I heard, it, I heard it. I heard it. I'm going to have But we all evolved from eight, so I'm not mad at end, that shit. We the closest one to, to the stem. I meant to say ooh, ooh, ooh. But I didn't. But that ooh came out. Ooh, ee, ooh, ah, ah. Tang, tang. Walla, walla, bing, bang. Ooh, ee, ooh, ah, ah. Tang, tang. Walla, walla, bing, bang. You got it. All right. Thank you for that recommendation. And that's also one of my favorite um, original Netflix series. Yes. And uh, speaking series. of one Netflix series, my recommendation is a little show called Lock and Key. 
It's um, mm-hmm. in the same realms as the chilling adventures of Sabrina when it comes to all things spooky and dark. Yeah. But it's also um, based on a comic book series as well by the same name. Um, we just read it in um, January's book club. Um, the Boy Daniel, that's one of his favorite books. He's God, been telling me so to read good. it for so long. I just finished volume three today. I'm about to start working on volume four tomorrow. And I'm about to start I have Tuesday on off. One tomorrow. Yes. It's basically about a family that had a move because their dad was murdered, so they go back to his hometown. He kind of was privileged because he has his own, like, family island. And then he turned and found out there's a bunch of keys lying around, and keys don't just open doors. They could literally open the mine. Ooh. Oh. So I'm going to leave you with that little tidbit. Oh, there's I got to get to that There's one character now. on there that's straight Loki-inspired. I hope he's very Loki-ish in the series. If not, it's going to be a little downer, but I'm not going to fret too much about it. And that also comes out um, next month, February... 7th or 12th I want to say one of those days so it's coming real soon so make sure you guys check that out check it out and yeah guys um that's pretty much it's going to be about it um like always Andy thank you for being a part of the podcast thank, thank, thank you, you for, for being inviting. a good friend oh you're very oh, welcome yes. thank, thank you for you, being somebody I always geek out about things with and having shared absolutely. interest absolutely well and you guys definitely should check out her Instagram she does amazing um body Face paintings, body and paint, uh, body and face uh, makeup. We gotta talk, especially about for that Halloween. Though. Yes, yeah, she did a mad ill, no pun intended, venom type shit with the tongue and shit. She does <laughs> other awesome shit. Her style is very unique and is very you. swagalicious. So, Swag-a-licious. word always Thank gotta you. always gotta big up the homies. Yup. Yep. Anything you want to say, Ross? Um, uh, all I can say is uh, peace, love, and uh. Just uh, after events of what happened this weekend, if you ever mad at somebody, life's too short, anything's unexpected, and at least show somebody that you care about them. R.I.P. Kobe Bryant, his daughter, and a few, and uh, seven others that passed away and on the helicopter trip. But that's all I have to say for tonight. Yes, yeah, like, so I'm pretty sure, like, like Ross just said, most of you that listen to already know about the tragedy that happened um the Kobe and his um daughter and the rest of the um people on the helicopter. Like life is very precious. Life is so fragile. Life is short. Um you never know when your last day is going to be your last day, so we should always try to make our days our best days. And that's one of the reasons why I always try to surround my people, my loved ones, my friends, my family, and the people that I care about. And that's why I'm always trying to be the best of me I could be. That's why I'm always trying to have a good time and have a positive energy. Because the last thing I want to do is to be known for or the last time you was with me. It was like, ugh. I'm like, no. Like, you never know. We might not see anybody. So at least let that memory of you be something that they always could cherish. Always in their hearts, minds, souls, and stories they tell about you forever. And, yeah, like, just... Yo, it's crazy because that shit came out of nowhere, and like, and you'd be surprised how somebody that you don't even know can affect your my, um, life so much. Because I have a homie and my sister, like, that's their favorite basketball players. That's the reason why they are ballers themselves, and like, it really hurt them. Like, they was crying and stuff. I'm like, yo, I can relate. When Stan Lee died, I cried. When Michael Jackson died, I cried. I never met no men before in my life. But you don't have to meet somebody from them people to impact you in a positive way. So just try to be a positive impact in somebody else's life. And um, just remember, guys, always um, follow us on Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook. Um, Listen on Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Tell your friends, tell your families. Um, Like I said, we got a a Spotify playlist, so you can listen to all the music that we recommend. And, yeah, that's going to bring it to the end of the show. 
And like always, this has been Yo, Yo Where the, the Captions at. at. I'm yours truly, Kills for Show. And remember, be one or be nothing. And I'm yours, Roscoe. And uh, this probably be out by then. So uh, if anything, look out for me on all my social network places. I'll be doing 13 Days of Roscoe in celebration for my birthday. So be on the lookout. And yeah, guys, remember, love yourselves and love life. Take care. Peace.